0: Welcome to Nuggets Nation, where you'll find the most up-to-date news, stories, and information about the Denver Nuggets and their organization. Brought to you by your host, Ethan Hinschel. Welcome back, everyone. This is Ethan with with Nuggets Nation. It's episode 9, and I'm here to bring you guys a recap of this past week's game. I'm here recording on Wednesday night after the Orlando Magic versus the Denver Nuggets game. Normally, I don't record after the games, but today I decided to because I am back home for Thanksgiving and have a little more time on my hands, and usually I don't, and usually I just kind of record in one or two settings to let you into kind of just my style and how I record because I know a few people had DM'd me and asked me how I record, so I'm happy to answer and talk about So if you guys have questions, feel free to DM me and ask away. I'm really happy to answer Whatever questions you guys may have. But on that note, I really want to dive into tonight's game. Overall, I wouldn't say it was the best game from the Nuggets. I thought the starters played well in the first quarter, especially from there. I think they played well in the second quarter and the third quarter. The fourth quarter, I think they struggled a bit just in terms of closing out. I thought their execution at the end of the fourth quarter was rather lackluster and poor for a team of veterans like the Nuggets are, especially a team that has won an NBA championship. I thought they could have done much better, honestly. I thought their lack of execution on the offensive end and on the defensive end, which had been surprising because they had the number one clutch defense in the NBA, meaning that they had the number one best defense in the NBA with five minutes to go or less in the fourth quarter. So it's quite an impressive statistic that they have going, clearly meaning that they can tune up and play really good defense when they need to, which is a great thing to know about this team, that they can play great defense. I think we know that for fans who have watched the Denver Nuggets we can recognize and understand that the defense they played in the spring during their playoff run isn't necessarily the defense that they're demonstrating right now. Not to say that they're playing bad defense, but it's not on the same level necessarily. And that's all right. They have time to get back to that level. It takes time to just get into that rhythm and consistency. They're without Jamal, Jamal Murray once again. So that is a loss. And he was his loss was also evident in today's game just because they lacked a good scoring option. And, Orlando's an up-and-coming team for those who have just think Orlando is bad like they've been for the past decade straight it seems they're not this is legit probably Orlando's best team since they had Dwight Howard on the squad which is crazy to think about because I'm 22 and that was when I was a kid so that's probably legit like 10 years ago so kind of wild to think about but Orlando's an up-and-coming team they have good young pieces and I'm super high on Franz Wagner and Paulo, the second-year guy out of Duke. He was the first overall pick in the 2022 NBA draft, and he had a great rookie year. He won rookie of the year. He averaged 20 points, so I'm expecting huge things out of him and Franz Wagner. He was a first-round pick a few years ago at the University of Michigan, and I've always been really high on him. I watched him at Michigan and thought he was an excellent player, had great 2A potential, and I also believe that Paulo has wonderful two-way potential, and they're both very young, going to be good at defense and have such great long-term potential, and I'm excited to really see them watch and continue to grow and learn the game. But overall, those are two great players at a really young age. But yeah, they got two great two-way players in Paulo and Franz Wagner, and they have a good, young, exciting team. I actually really like the nucleus of this Orlando the Magic team. They're approaching it with size, two-way player, athleticism, and defense. And I think those are all intangibles that can help you win an NBA championship, as we saw with the Nuggets. The Nuggets won with their defense, two-way play, and just overall offensive success. So on that note, kind of just like going into kind of why the Nuggets lost tonight, one main reason why they lost was bench. Their bench has not been consistent. It's been their biggest weakness since Jamal Murray has gone out, with Reggie Jackson now being inserted into the starting lineup. Their bench depth is taking a hit, to say the least, and they're just struggling with consistency. There's games that Christian Braun plays well, as I mentioned in Tuesday's podcast that I released last week. And there's games in which he doesn't perform as well. And then there's games in which Peyton Watson plays really good defense, is athletic, rebounds the ball well, but then doesn't finish on the offensive end or can't create offense in the half court set. Then there's games that Zeke Naji performs well in the rebounding. In in the first half, I thought he actually played kind of well. He provided a bit of a spark coming off the bench and really had a role. So I thought that was really great to see because I've looked for him to contribute a little more. For those who don't remember slash know, Zeke signed a four-year $32 million extension that I believe will kick in this off this season or next season. I can double-check that and edit it back in, but... Yeah, so they have young pieces, and also another young player, obviously, important to talk about is Julian Strother. Julian Strother saw extended minutes tonight, I think more because Michael Malone recognized that Julian was in a flow within the offensive game, especially in the half-court set. He was just really playing well within the Nuggets offense. He wasn't forcing shots, which is kind of a little bit of what Reggie Jackson has done. He can get away with it, necessarily, because he has been proven to make shots that are difficult, so it is all right for him sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes sometimes. Jalen Pickett, I don't really have as much leeway with. He's not making shots. He's not necessarily the best shooter. I'm not out on him. That's not really what I'm trying to say. I'm more just trying to say that Julian Strother is more of a proven player and more of a proven score, though they're both rookies, Jalen and Julian. It's important to recognize that Julian played at Gonzaga and Jalen played at uh, Penn State. So there's a difference in those programs' talent level. And I think it showed in just in his preparation for the NBA season. Julian just looks a lot more prepared. And though it's game, or this was game fifty, and now the Nuggets are ten and five. Um, they really they do have like ways to go. I'd argue. I'm really curious to see what the team's gonna look like when they get Jamal Murray back. I think they were playing really well, as I mentioned before, without Jamal Murray. But I do want to get into today's game. But those are just some anecdotes that I have about the Nuggets and their season so far. But I do think there's room to improve. I wouldn't be too worried if you're a Nuggets fan. I think we have the right players in peace. I do think we could use a little bench help. But I think that can be addressed come February when we hit the trade deadline or leading up to the trade deadline. But I also think that guys like Julian, Peyton Watson, and Christian Braun are going to get better as the season goes on. They just genuinely need more game experience. All three of those guys do not have a ton of game experience and, as they continue to get more game experience, they're just going to get more comfortable, as we saw with Julian tonight, and just feeling comfortable is going to lead to more success on the offensive end, especially in the half court set. I'm not necessarily as worried about those guys in the defensive sets beyond um, Julian. He struggles a bit defensively, but if he's producing in the half court set offensively, we can live with a bit of his lackluster defense. As long as he's showing effort and continuing to improve in the defensive end day to day, we recognize he's not going to be an all-world defender. So just making him serviceable and just as If he can get by on the defensive end, I think that's a win for the Nuggets. So moving into today's game, however, I thought the Orlando Magic brought physicality, which is something I've mentioned that the Nuggets have struggled a bit with. I think the Nuggets matched them a little bit in terms of their physicality. I thought when Aaron Gordon was on the floor, he drove the paint well and really played with good aggression. He got to the free throw line a little bit, which was solid to see. And then in addition to that, the Nuggets relied on the three-point shot, which was falling in the first half for the most part. It they hit it in the second half, but not to the degree in which I'd like them to make it. I thought Michael Porter shot the ball really well in the first half. His shot was really going. And when his shots go in, there's not really too many players who shoot a more pretty basketball coming out of the hand than he does. He's such, He's got such a high release point, so it's really tough to block. He shoots kind of like KD. And if you had a prototype of Michael Porter coming out of high school or college, KD probably is the comparison. I'm not here to say he's talented as KD because he's not. KD is an all-world Hall of Famer who's going to be a first-ballot Hall of Famer. So that's not a fair comparison. And I believe actually KD just passed Elgin Baylor for 11th all-time on the scoring list, which is really cool and his 1,000th game. So shout out, KD. Big fan of yours, but you're not a Nugget, so I'm not here to talk about you. But yeah, the Nuggets... They lost tonight and it was disappointing. They moved to one and three on the road trip. They have game five of the road trip on Friday, the day after Thanksgiving. So happy Thanksgiving to all my listeners who are going to be listening to this next Tuesday. So I hope you all had a wonderful Thanksgiving this past Thursday and Friday, the Nuggets played the Houston Rockets and that's game four of their in-season tournament. I think the in-season tournament has been really well performed so far for the NBA. I really enjoy it as a fan, as an avid basketball fan as well. I think it's good. I've watched other games. My biggest complaint, as probably most people's biggest complaint, is the courts. The courts look ridiculous. I don't know who was in charge of the marketing, graphic designing. I don't know. Like, I understand that the NBA was trying to signify that it's an in season tournament and these games are different. And sure, they are different. The only thing I would like to bring up is I'm a fan of the in season tournament, absolutely. But if you win the in season tournament, It counts the same as if you win on a Wednesday night or a Tuesday night, just for the record. So I think people are blowing that a little out of proportion because a win is a win. And though it feels good to win in the in-season tournament because there is the prize of $500,000, which is obviously nice. That's a ridiculous amount of money. It's just a win. And frankly, if you don't make it to the quarterfinals in the in-season tournament... I believe they have to add a game or two into your schedule, and that means you're going to play lesser teams, teams that didn't necessarily qualify for the quarterfinals. So that might be an easier game, which might be better for your long-term overall record picture down the road. So we'll see. And that kind of leads up into Friday's game against the Houston Rockets. This was the Nuggets' fourth game of the in-season tournament. They were 2-1 entering this game. They were facing a Rockets team whom they lost to on the road earlier in the year looking to get revenge and looking to go 3-1 and one in their end season tournament and move on to the quarterfinals. Unfortunately, the Nuggets did not do that. They quickly were squashed by the Rockets, just kind of out the gate, to be honest. The Nuggets shot the ball horribly. This is one of the worst shooting performances I've seen watching a basketball game, and I'm not just talking to Denver Nuggets. I'm talking really almost any team I've ever watched. This, that's how bad the shooting game was. The Nuggets got 86 points at the end of the game, which if you told me at the start of the game, I would have been shocked by because the way they were shooting the basketball, it didn't seem like they could get to 75 points, to be honest. They ended up losing this game 105-86. to 86. The biggest takeaway was their lack of shooting and making baskets. Obviously, in today's NBA, if you cannot score, you are not going to win. I don't care how good your defense is. That is not to say defense isn't important because it is important. But if you can't make baskets, your defense isn't going to bail you out because part of playing good defense is playing good offense in order to be in a rhythm, and a lot of the Nuggets good defense depends on their offense performing well. So, usually the Nuggets when they're doing their best, their offense is playing well and their defense is playing well and one leads to the other. So that is important to note. What stood out to me about this game was Michael Porter. He was 6 of 14 from the field, 2 of 8 from 3, had 7 rebounds, 14 points. He was all right, not that impressive. He had few turnovers. I'd look for him to just be a little more careful with the ball. And he's struggling a bit right now as the second scoring option. Aaron Gordon really struggled. Probably maybe his worst game in a Nuggets uniform that he's had. He was 0-12 shooting, 0-4 from three, seven rebounds and two points. And if you're asking how he scored, I believe it's from the free throw line. And then Jokic had an all-world game. One of Jokic's Games that we'll probably look back at the end of the season upon and be like, wow, the Nuggets didn't win that game. And we're going to be like, yeah, they didn't win because they shot the ball horribly. But Jokic shot 14 of 31 from two, three of eight from three, 19 rebounds, eight assists, and 38 points. He had 38 points, 19 rebounds, and eight assists. He played absolutely incredible. So it's disappointing that they lost this game and... What's even more disappointing was the bench that they got from this game, to be honest. I thought their bench was really disappointing. They contributed in no scoring. Christian Braun had seven points, and I believe Justin Holiday had three points. So that was it. And then also, I can't not shout out KCP. He played really well on... Friday's game against the Houston Rockets, he had 7-15 from the field, 1-5 of from 3, 5 rebounds, 3 assists, 3 steals, and 20 points. He had one of his better games of the season. Besides Jokic, he was about the only positive thing going for the Nuggets. He was keeping them in at points during the game when they were trying to cut the lead a little bit. But overall, they couldn't cut the lead enough because they could not find a rhythm offensively, which led them playing to rather lackluster and poor defense. Overall, it was just a horrible game. One of the worst games I've seen the Nuggets play this year. Probably the worst game the Nuggets have played this year. So, unfortunately, losing this game means the Nuggets are eliminated of the in-season tournament. However, as I alluded to a few minutes ago in this episode, not qualifying for the quarterfinals might not be the worst thing in the world. Though, it might be kind of like, suck. It's, ugh, it's a missed opportunity to win the in-season tournament. Absolutely is. And losing sucks. But, if there's any positive to losing, there is this that the best teams most likely, besides the Nuggets, are most likely going to win their groups and going to move on to the quarterfinals. So the Nuggets, when they add in a scheduled game or two for them, I believe in the next week or two, it's going to be a rather easier team potentially that the Nuggets can beat, which will hopefully be positive for their long term record at the end of the year. So I, I, I think that's a positive and just like, I don't know, kind of the season tournament's done. And some people were like, why do you want it done? And it's not that I want it done, but I don't want it to be a distraction for their season, to be honest. And guys going harder in those games than they do others and conserving energy necessarily, or really providing more energy in in in-season tournament games and not being as ready for other games. Because like I said, in-season tournament games, they count the same as an out-of-season tournament game for your overall record. And your overall record is what we're really counting towards. At the end of the season, we're not looking $500,000 $500,000 is not the goal of the fan for the team. The goal is to win the NBA championship. So let's not get that misconstrued. And though this loss sucks, at the end of the day, it's just another regular season loss. And the loss hurts more in the aspects of they didn't play well, not on the $500,000 that they lost out upon. Because these players make millions. So as fans, it's, it's just a bummer, but it is what it is. And anyways, moving on to so they went one and three on the road trip at that point, or one and four. I'm sorry, they went one and four on the road trip. They after the loss with the magic, they were one and three. So with the loss with the Rockets, they went one and four. Really bad road trip. Looking to rebound against the San Antonio Spurs on Sunday. The Spurs are were entering that game three and thirteen. The Nuggets now are eleven and six. The Nuggets won against the Spurs one thirty two to one twenty. This was kind of a feel yourself out, kind of really get back in the swing of things games for the Nuggets to be honest. They hadn't been playing well on the road trip. They needed to play well at home in yesterday's game. I'm currently recording on Monday. And they did fortunately, Aaron Gordon did not play yesterday and he is not playing today against the Clippers. He needs a little time off, I think. He just Looks a little rusty out there. Give him some time off. He might be nursing an injury or two. It's always good to give some guys scheduled days off. Jokic is also questionable for tonight's game. I'm currently recording at 2.40 p.m. Colorado time, so the game has yet to occur, and I'll record tonight's recap after tonight's game. But not to get too sidetracked in the middle of this episode, I do want to talk about the San Antonio Spurs game that the Nuggets played. Jokic played incredible. He had 39 points, 11 rebounds, 9 assists. 17-29 17-29 from the field. Michael Porter had 25 points, 7 rebounds, 2 assists, 8-14 from the field, and 4-9 from 3. Starters played really well. Everyone besides Justin Holiday had double digits. It stood out to me there. The bench contributed too. I was just really impressed with everyone as a whole. I thought this was a really good game for the Nuggets. This was a game they absolutely should win. The San Antonio Spurs are not a good team. They do have Victor Webinyama, who I will talk about briefly and shortly. But the San Antonio Spurs are not a good team. So this was a must-win game for the Nuggets as as this was the first of two... This was the first night of a back-to-back and it's always important to just start a back-to-back off on a win so you don't feel the pressure necessarily tremendous amount to win the second night. And this was a tough back-to-back because they played at home on Sunday against the Spurs and then they were going to go on the road to play the LA Clippers on Monday night without Aaron Gordon once again. So now you're also without Jamal Murray and Jamal Murray is getting closer to coming back which is a positive... That he was listed as day-to-day today, so maybe by the end of this week or by the following Sunday. So I'm recording right now. It's Monday. Hopefully next Sunday he can be back, which would be wonderful. So really looking forward to getting Jamal Murray back. Hopefully they can win tonight against the Clippers. They just remember, they beat the Clippers in their in-season tournament game, so the Clippers are probably looking for a little revenge. But I'm excited for that game. The Clippers have their new look and their starting lineup with Russell Westbrook coming off the bench. I did like Justin Holiday in the starting lineup for Sunday's game. He took Aaron Gordon's spot. I thought he was nice. He provided a good veteran presence. DeAndre Jordan also saw minutes before Zeke Naji, which I'm fine with at the moment. Zeke Naji is not playing confident basketball. In order for him to see minutes, he needs to play confident basketball. And DeAndre Jordan got 12 minutes in yesterday's game. So, and actually contributed. I believe he had four to six points. So, he played well. Just the veteran presence. He can bring the spark. His energy was good. And then Victor Wembanyama. Man, that guy's good. Um, There's not a lot to say about the guy besides that he's super tall. He's super good. He rebounds the ball exceptionally well. I really look forward to seeing how he looks in three to five years when he puts on the adequate muscle that he needs to operate in this league. But as of right now, at 19 years old, man, do the San Antonio Spurs got a good player. Greg Popovich is probably super excited with the player they got and he's really open to growing and learning and I just noticed on a few different possessions he traveled and turned the ball over and when the crowd was kind of getting it up and into that moment he was the least bit bothered by it so that was impressive to me for a young person to just look that calm when he was turning the ball over and not necessarily performing to the degree he would like was noteworthy for me and I observant, but I'm looking forward to tonight's game and I look forward to giving you guys a recap later tonight about today's game and I will post this episode tomorrow. And here is a recap of game four of the week for the Denver Nuggets against the Los Angeles Clippers. The Denver Nuggets won one thirteen to one oh four and wow, what a game. This was easily the best Nuggets game of the year, I would argue, in just terms of team effort and overall play. The Nuggets were without Nikola Jokic, Aaron Gordon, and Jamal Murray, so arguably three of their best players, and they still found a way to win this game. That was in due part to a few key players who I'll get into in a few minutes, but this was such an impressive game. The Nuggets easily could have given up in the first half when they got down 10 early points, could have packed in the bags. This was the second night of a back-to-back. This one was on the road. Yesterday was at home, so this was an easy game to just let up early, and the Nuggets didn't. And I think this is a testament to the culture that Michael Malone and the Denver Nuggets and Nikola Jokic have built. And even without your best few players, you are not going to quit on a game in which you're facing a better team with better players. And the Nuggets did exactly that. They did not quit. And... That was so impressive as a fan and just a supporter of this team to see that because it means that they have the right culture to go and win another NBA Finals, which is the goal at the end of the day. So that's a wonderful factor that the Nuggets have going for them. But wow, Reggie Jackson had a game. He has been absolutely incredible for the Nuggets this season. I've been so impressed with his play. I know I talked on a podcast episode earlier with someone named CT who I brought on as a guest and... Both of us mentioned how we didn't really have much expectations nor optimism for Reggie Jackson, and wow, has he proved both of us wrong. Reggie Jackson had 35 points, 13 assists, 5 rebounds, on 15 of 19 shooting, and 3 of 4 from 3. That is an incredible game. I don't care that he is typically a bench player that who has been playing starter minutes for Jamal Murray. That's an incredible game for no matter what player it is in the NBA. So give Reggie Jackson his flowers, and really he deserves a tremendous amount of credit for the Nuggets win tonight. And then second, DeAndre Jordan. DeAndre Jordan was also really good. His veteran presence was notable. noticeable. His just smartness, his IQ, his leadership, it was all evident on the floor. He had 21 points, 13 rebounds, 5 assists. At one point, kind of looking like Nikola Jokic out there, the announcers alluded to in a joking manner as he was distributing the ball really well from kind of the top of the key, like Jokic does passing the ball really well from just above the free throw line. And then Justin Holliday also contributed well with 12 points. Michael Porter had eight points. Didn't shoot the ball well, but rebound the ball well, 10 rebounds. I'd like him a little more active on the defensive end. Once again, I just think for a guy with his wingspan and just his length, he can be a very good defender. And I know he's working on it, but just in terms of like small things, like his rebounding, numbers are good, but I'd like him to get better at boxing out, for instance. So there's like small improvements there that I'd like to see and just more game to game actions, I'd argue. And then KCP played well. He had 12 points. He didn't necessarily shoot the ball well, but his defensive presence was quite noticeable with Paul George really struggling. And then on the Clippers end, the Clippers, this is a really embarrassing loss on their end. The Nuggets kind of own the Clippers. If we're going to be honest about it, ever since the COVID playoffs when the Nugget, Nuggets overcame a 3-1 deficit to beat the Clippers in seven. They really have owned that team and for whatever reason the Clippers really struggled to beat the Nuggets. And ironically tonight, the Nuggets didn't even have Aaron Gordon, Jamal Murray, or Nikola Jokic, and they still lost. So I think this is a bit of a heart souling like, searching game for the Clippers in terms of like where they're at and their team All four of their main guys closed out, and no one really stood out to me tonight on the Clippers end. Kawhi Leonard did play well. He did stand out, so I take back that statement I just said. Kawhi Leonard played well. Um, He's a great player. Paul George did not play well. Once again, part of that was due to KCP's defense on him that he played throughout the game, which was quite noticeable. KCP has been such a great defender this season. He's been guarding other teams' best guards and forwards, and he's really done such an excellent job while also contributing offensively and even taking a bigger role in the offense with Jamal Murray out, making big shots when they need him to, and just really executing on their half court sets when Jokic or a big man hands him off the ball and coming around that high screen around the elbow for a good jump shot. And he executes those shots so well, and they really help keep the flow of the Nuggets offense going when they're in a rut. And he hit a few of those shots tonight and really time and keen manner so that was really huge and tremendous for the Nuggets win and the bench the bench was awesome Peyton Watson had eight points Zeke had eight points Julian Strother had nine points Julian really made a difference he got 19 minutes of action tonight Michael Malone has slowly begun to gain trust with Julian Strother and Peyton Watson he also was really good tonight defensively too He had two great steals, one against Paul George and the other late in the game and really made a difference for the Nuggets, especially when the Clippers were doing, they were fouling DeAndre Jordan late in the game to get him to shoot free throws and they did it in two sequences and DeAndre Jordan made the first set of free throws. He made the first and the second. And then the second time he went to the line, he missed both. So he went two for four in that situation, which truth be told, isn't honestly the worst case scenario that he went 50%. At least he got two points to show for it. Peyton Watson was then subbed in for DeAndre Jordan because Michael Malone did not want the Nuggets to just keep having two second possessions with DeAndre Jordan going through the free throw line because odds are that's not going to be a successful possession. And Peyton Watson played well. They were going small in that moment, but the Clippers did not have Zubotch, their center in either. So the Clippers were going with a small lineup. So this lineup for the Nuggets was really going to have to depend on them boxing out, setting a pick at the top of the key for Reggie Jackson because Reggie Jackson was looking to attack Harden in the defense and Kawhi Leonard and Paul George were coming to double and he was finding those guys to pass it to an outlet to and Michael Porter came in and hit a huge two or three I'm not sure what they marked it the announcer said a two but it showed up on a three on the scoreboard so I'm going to go with it It was a three but he came up with a huge shot there at the end and then the Nuggets did struggle on their road trip they won both these back-to-back games coming home on Sunday playing really well against the San Antonio Spurs and then going the next night on the road to face the Clippers shorthanded and they won. And I think they have to feel really confident heading back to home, heading home on Wednesday to face the Houston Rockets, whom they've lost two games to, who I bet the Nuggets are looking to beat. They don't want to lose three times to one team in the same season. So they're looking to beat them. And that is this week's recap. And if you have not already, please be sure to follow this podcast as one of the first 500 subscribers is going to have an opportunity to win a free Nikola Jokic jersey. So all you have to do is follow and subscribe and I will ship out on my own dime. So if you win, I will ask you for your size and it's that simple and I'll ship it out. So I look forward to catching up with you guys next week and have a wonderful Tuesday and take care. Bye.